Bali Bali. It's time for a story, a time where we can journey to many places and meet different faces. How Lion Got His Roar by Grinam Slope. There was a time long, long ago when Lion. The king of all the beasts had a very soft voice. None of the other animals listened to him, and that bothered him a lot. When he tried to roar, he made a tiny little sound that was quite funny. But the animals were very scared of lion. He could move very quietly. Then he would grab an animal for his dinner. He gave no warning sound, so hunting was very easy for lion, and his life was good indeed. The smaller animals were so scared of lion that they wished that lion could at least make some kind of warning sound when he was out hunting. Early one morning, before the sun was up. Buffalo called an urgent meeting near the waterhole. The birds were just beginning to sing to the new day. Many different animals gathered at this special meeting. It was way too early for Lion, king of all the beasts, to be up. When Buffalo was sure that everyone was there, he stood up and greeted them. My brothers and sisters, I have called you here because we have a big problem. We have to do something about it today. The problem is the way King Lion does his hunting. He does not make a sound when he hunts. Something must be done about this. Yes, buffalo is right," said Baboon. "Soon we will all be eaten. Our children will not even get a chance to grow up." Antelope, zebra, and giraffe all nodded in agreement. <laughs> I think, I think we must tie a bell around Lion's neck," chattered Monkey. "Then we can hear him coming from far away." <laughs> ah, that's a great idea. But who will be brave enough to put that bell around his neck? Asked Wild Pig. Nobody wanted to go anywhere near the king of the beasts. <laughs> well, maybe we can trick him somehow. We can tie one end of a rope around his leg and the other end to a very big rock. Then he cannot go far. Said Impala. Impala. Said Jackal. You know that we would have to hold Lion down to tie the rope around his ankle. If anyone was foolish enough to try that, they would never get away from Lion. Then Nogwaja, the hare, stood up and said, "I see that nobody knows what to do. Please let me go out and make Lion roar. I promise that I can do this before the sun goes down today." The animals were happy to hear this. Buffalo nodded. Very well, Nogwaja. Go ahead with your plan. 
We hope you will be able to do this thing for us. No Guajo walked quickly to Lion stand up in a cave near the mountains. He stood on a rock and called out, Greetings to you, my great king! <sighs> Who's that? asked Lion. It is I, Nguadja, my king. I am very sorry to bring you such sad news so early in the morning. <sighs> what sad news are you talking about? Do speak up. Lion tried to make his voice sound deep. It's your brother. He is very ill. He is so ill, he has sent me to come and call you. Mm -hmm. So where is he? On the other side of the mountain, my king. Please let me go with you and show you where he is. Lion wasted no time. Mm -hmm. He stood up and followed Nogwaja. When they had traveled a short distance, Nogwaja complained about how sore his little feet were. <sighs> He said that he needed to rest a little, but Lion would not let him. Oh, 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 oh my poor feet. Oh. He moaned and groaned oh. and complained even more oh, until feet. Lion said, mm, Very well then, come and climb on my back. We do not have much time. So the clever head jumped onto Lion's back <clears throat> and Lion carried on walking. Other animals who saw this could not understand how Nogwaja could do such a thing. Nogwaja simply smiled at his friends and waved to them. But he warned them to keep quiet by putting his finger to his lips. After some time had passed, Nogwaja said, My king, you look very tired indeed. Why don't we rest a while under the shade of that tree over there? Ah, Lion was tired. Mm. He was sweating too. As soon as he laid down his head, he fell asleep. In no time at all, he was snoring loudly. But the trickster Nogwaja had seen a swarm of bees nearby. Quickly, Nogwaja snuck away to the beehive and stole a few honeycombs. Then he ran back and squeezed some honey out onto the sleeping lion's ears, nose, neck and paws. He even lifted up lion's tail and put some honey on his rear end. And then in a wink of an eye, Nogwaja ran for his life. He had seen the angry bees coming to attack whoever had stolen their honey. From his hiding place nearby, Nogwaja licked his fingers and smiled as he watched the angry bees buzzing towards the sleeping lion. Suddenly, lion jumped up. The bees were stinging him all over his body, worst of all, on his nose and ears, not to mention on his bottom. Lion did not know which way to run or how this had happened. And still, the angry bees kept on stinging and stinging him. He crawled out in pain. He called out over and over again, jumping up and down until his voice broke.
he began to roar like thunder. His roar could be heard echoing over the mountain cliffs and across the big river. All the other animals heard lions roar wherever they were hiding. And then they knew no Gwaja had done what he had promised to do. All the animals thanked Nogwaja and praised him for his clever plan. And from that day right up to today, the lion's roar puts great fear into anyone who hears it. But because of that loud roar, the animals now have time to run and hide away when the lion hunts. And so, we come to the end of today's story on Nali Bali, told by Sundiwe Magorna, with Diane Simpson and Leon Fisso, produced by Cassie Lowers and Vian Fenter. Story Power. Bring it home. Bring it home.